Welcome to the AWPT Podcast, a safe space for personal trainers and coaches who want to learn, grow, and feel heard in the fitness industry. Each week, we'll bring you industry-relevant discussions on all things coaching, mindset, and professional development, empowering you with the tools to be a competent and confident coach. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the AWPT podcast. Today, I am joined by Kayla, and we're going to be talking about all things launch strategies today. But before we do, we just like have a little debrief, have a little catch up, really. How are you? How have you been? I'm great. I've been really good. I have just been like, kind of going away in my little shell in my little hermit shell in Perth, but also like really diving deep into personal development and also meeting new people. I know that sounds contradictory, but it's really a change in environment. And it's also mm-hmm. like, I guess just putting yourself in uncomfortable situations. Cause I'm such a homebody and I just yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, Same. it's it's like, I'm like, put me in front of a crowd to speak about anatomy biomechanics. Like I'm fine. I'm confident, like anything, but if it's like a small intimate group, it's yeah. like, I don't know what it is about that. It's just, it's like people can actually see you in those situations. Yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I feel like, I mean, for you, surely, you know, the lecturing and the being in front of crowds and like talking about your zone of genius, like it makes sense why that's sort of a comfortable space because you're comfortable with the knowledge, you're comfortable with your skill set, all of that kind of stuff. But, you know, putting yourself out of your comfort zone when you're like not necessarily also in control of the room or in control of the situation, like that might be where the sort of (laughs) discomfort comes from. I know that's definitely the case for me like as a bit of a control freak if I don't know the dynamics of the situation or like where I'm supposed to go or what I'm supposed to do I might <laughs> Clara's just diagnosing my control issue yeah. <laughs> I'm like, have you thought about sorry <laughs> not to therapize you <laughs> no we know this we know this and we definitely it's been a, a big like learning curve and a big like thing this year is like letting go of control it's been a big big theme I actually have let it go tattooed on my wrist it was the first that. ever tattoo I got I love that what was the story behind that ah oh, that was an ex-boyfriend but we won't go yeah. <laughs> love that <laughs> but no so you said that you've been sort of going into personal development and that kind of stuff what what has that looked like for you in terms of what have you been studying or looking into or diving into Um, This year, the theme for me has really been relationships. And so building like stronger, more intimate relationships. I've got a couple of tools that I use um, to help me like discover what my purpose in relationships is and the things that I need to transcend as well. And it just so happens that, you know, working with my mentor, this container that we're in, because I've done, this is my third six month container now, is... um, client relationships and building stronger client and coaching relationships and working like with the nervous system and understanding you know your triggers and understanding what activates your nervous system what what feels unsafe and then also noticing that in clients and being able to detect Mm. okay 
this client is acting this way or like this behavior indicates this and then applying the correct antidote that is going to help support that client best and for their specific needs and not just what we as coaches think that they need in terms of like our bias, our lived experiences. Like we could be, and we do tend to be very self-critical of ourselves, you know, as personal trainers, maybe we've grown up with an athlete mentality or something like that. And it's very much like, just do the work, just push through like Nike, you know, that that (laughs) slogan is just like, do better. And it's like, but like how, and like, what do I need to support me in that? And also Mm. recognizing that in your clients and being like, well, that might not actually work for that client, but for another client, if they are regulated and are safe enough, then yeah, stretching them could be the thing that they actually need. Whereas Mm. for a lot of other people, it's like, let's regulate first because we've got a hundred other things happening in life. And then step-by-step we go through whatever they need and whatever's manageable for them in terms of their training, their nutrition, um, their mindset for long-term sustainability and not just piling it all in at once. Yeah, I love that. Is that where um, your conscious coach program sort of derived from? Yeah, 100%. Like that program is going to change the way that we look about coaching in the future because I think we spoke about it on a previous podcast, like AI Mm. taking over and AI being something, you know, that is very real and is going to get smarter and it's going to learn more things and it's going to, you know, it's free and people can just say, Hey, write me a program for this. Hey, write Mm. me a program for that. Hey, write me a meal plan for this. And I know you've gone and like seen whether your job is in jeopardy for it. And it's like, maybe not the greatest just yet, but it can learn like the more information that it gathers from the internet. It basically just gathers everything. Yeah. More that it learns, it's going to get smarter. And the thing that is going to set coaches and personal trainers apart is going to be understanding your client, building a relationship with your client. Um, And that's a really important aspect that we're never really taught. Like at at school, are we ever taught about our own nervous system, Mm. about the (laughs) systems of others? And that's why, you know, things like fighting and arguments and war and conflict exist Um, and, you know, comparison and all these other things, all these low frequency things, that's why they exist is because people are just unaware. They're not conscious. Um, And, you know, it's a skill that we haven't been taught. And, you know, I see more and more people teaching it, learning about it, which is absolutely great. Um, And it is going to be the way of the future because it's all serving our highest evolution. Yeah. And so, you know, anyone can write a program. We know this, you can get a program from anyone. It's not the program that's magic. It's the person that's able to stick to it and be able to um, work through the the challenges of life as well as doing that. So yeah, yeah, I'm super excited for that course. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's so cool. And I love that like you know, it's really bringing things back to the humanity in mm-hmm. in that sense. Like everyone's right. sort of worried about, you know, the technology and the machinery and all of that kind of stuff. But like the fact is it's technology, it's machine. And so, you know, the way to sort of differentiate yourself from that 
is to root yourself in the humanity side of things. It's to root yourself in the emotion and in the connection because like as humans, we do feel things, we do have experiences, we do like, you know, have all of these things and thoughts and overthinking and stuff like that. And so as fellow humans, that's what we can relate to as coaches, um, which I think is so important. And as you said, like, that's what it comes back to at the end of the day anyway, when it comes to any sort of like long-term relationship that you like build with your clients, it's never because, oh, she has really fantastic programming. Um, it's because, oh, I really trust her. And I like, I like seeing her every week or like, oh, she really gets me or, oh, she's helped me through this and changed this about myself and about my identity. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what builds those sort of like long-term, um, clients, which I love yeah. that word humanity, yeah. like, and yeah. out of humanity stems compassion. Yeah. And like exactly. that is a yeah. huge word that I feel it's becoming more widely used. Like I definitely hear people giving themselves more compassion, but also Mm. giving others more compassion as well, because a huge thing um, that, you know, I definitely used to feel it and I've worked with coaches or I'm friends with coaches who I hear say these things is like, why can't this client just like do this or why can't they just check Mm. in you know you know at this time every week or they get frustrated out of it yeah and it's like but where what is that frustration like that frustration is because not because like the client isn't doing the thing and getting the results it's because you feel like you're failing yeah you're not getting you're not getting the results for the client like yeah yes it's responsibility for the client to do the things and whatever it is but you're a coach that's why they hired you yeah if they just wanted a program and a training plan like they can go on the internet and find that they can buy a super cheap one off their favorite influencer yeah but it's actually your responsibility as a coach and and it's a pet peeve of mine like in like the coaching industry as well is like being self-led yes Mm. like we want self-led clients and we want to be self-led ourselves but also it doesn't actually make sense because if you're just self-led then it means you don't need people you don't need that connection and we actually do need like we need people to help lead us we need people to help guide us in Mm -hmm. areas where we don't have the skills yet like otherwise we're just going to get stuck and so you know having that compassion for yourself as a coach and having that compassion for your clients is going to allow a better coaching relationship a more harmonious coaching relationship because you understand what is going on for them and not just projecting they're not trying hard enough they're not doing hard enough they don't want it bad enough that's your projection and that's probably some of your shit that you've looked at where you know you haven't in the past done that because for whatever reason and that's what you've told yourself and then you go and project that onto your client that's not conscious coaching so having like that humanity piece and the compassion of like this person's going through something they actually need my support and it's actually my responsibility because they've hired me yeah yeah It, it is it's a lot of responsibility and it's 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 knowing that and taking that on board that's where the best coaches are going to be made. 
Like I will shout this from the rooftops. Like this is going to be the future of coaching is like who can support their clients in the best way and not just, not just be there as like a cheerleader as well, not just be there as like a therapist, like just listening to them, but actually supporting them and knowing what to give them. Because yeah, sometimes it is like you have to stretch them a little bit. Sometimes it is, they're not going to like you because you're serving their highest evolution and they have this perception of themselves and this ego that's like oh I don't want to be told what to do or I don't want to do this and da 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 but knowing like the steps to take and the the antidotes to apply if you're recognizing a certain behavior in a client is priceless it's going to be so so valuable 100% I think that's as you said that's definitely the future of coaching and I also love what you said too about you know, it's so easy to get frustrated by clients. And I know I've experienced this countless times as well, um, getting yeah, frustrated with the clients because they're either like not progressing or they're not doing the things that you want them to do or whatever it is, um, or you don't deem them as to be putting in the work enough or whatever. And I love what you said about instead of like getting frustrated and projecting, it's sort of looking inward as to why are you getting frustrated? And I think a lot of the time it's just because you care. Like, as you said, it's because you're taking some degree of responsibility for like wanting them to get results and like wanting them to, you know, do a certain thing because you feel guilty if they don't as a coach. And it's sort of coming back to the fact, again, the humanity side of it from yourself as a coach being like, this is just because I care. Like that's why I'm getting frustrated. And so it then flips the, I suppose, if we want to go into like the frequency side of things, like it flips from going to be going from frustrated and angry and disappointed and all of these like negative emotions to being like, oh, I'm feeling this come up in myself, but it's because I really care and I'm invested in that client. And that's a good thing. Like that's Mm. nice. (laughs) Yeah, it is. And it's also as well, being able to hold that, being able Mm. to hold that, okay, the client isn't getting the results that they expected, I expected at this point in time. But can you sit with that? Because the thing with like applying these antidotes and like with the nervous system, it's not going into fix it mode straight away. Because sometimes fixing, and we've heard, we've all heard the quote, like with females, we don't want you to fix our stuff. We want, you know, uh, comfort and compassion. Like that's basically that compassion thing. But sometimes that doesn't serve. Sometimes the fixing thing doesn't serve straight away because the person is too dysregulated for anything to actually stick. If we look from a, a neuroscience perspective, when we are in a heightened state like we're highly activated stressed whatever you want to call it our thinking brain turns off so we've got this this part of our brain called the prefrontal cortex it goes offline when we're highly activated and we're stressed and we revert to more of an emotional reaction and emotional state and if we think of emotions like frustration is one of them Mm -hmm. Um, and you, you know, you might be frustrated. So you're a little bit dysregulated. You need to regulate yourself yes. before you go and coach that client. Cause you might coach them from a dysregulated state. Whereas with that client, they might be overwhelmed. They might have so much, too much on their plate. It could be the opposite. They could be like completely shut down. Yeah. 
usually results from doing too much for too long and then they just shut down they don't do anything so yep. it's recognizing those different parts recognizing what the behaviors are and then applying the correct thing because if a client is not doing the thing and you go okay here we go you got to do this Monday to you know four days a week here's your program like you got to hit these macros every day mm. like let's try again next week it's the same cycle it's the same loop and then you're just going to yeah. keep going 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 because nothing changed so it's being able to know like sometimes it's not about fixing it straight away they're not going to get the results as quick as maybe you or they wanted having a discussion about that yeah but also knowing that's not going to serve them best to go and fix it straight away and you being able to hold that you know you care and you want them but also you sorry you want them to get the results but also they're not going to happen as quick as you would like them. Yeah. And so, yeah, being able to hold that and being able to say, like, I care or, you know, I feel like I'm failing or I feel insecure, I feel not confident because I, I'm not getting these results. But knowing that in the long term, yeah, you're probably serving them better rather than that short-term instant gratification of, like, getting out of pain or, like, you know, you did a good yeah. job, like let's try again next week. It's not serving. It's not serving them. And if you really care, then you would <laughs> you would do the course. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. More about this, yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. It's so funny when you're saying all of these things, I'm like thinking back to a particular client that I had last year or I've, I've worked with a couple of times and she started off like, super good. She was super consistent, all of that kind of stuff. And then she got a new job and that became super overwhelming. And so then she would sort of like backflip, you know, forward and backwards of how consistent she would be, or like she would do, she would sign up for a program um, and then do like one or two sessions and then work would get overwhelming. And then, you know, she would do nothing and then she would beat herself up and I'd be like, mm. what's going on here? And it was so hard to sort of find a uh, a form of coaching or something to sort of get through to her. Cause every part of me wanted to be like, just, yeah, like just show up and do the thing, like go before work or in, cause you're clearly not going after work or like all of this kind of stuff. And like, I know that, you know, exercise is going to make you feel better. And I we, like, we know all of these things as a coach, mm. but she was in no state to be able to do that. And so in the end, we ended up, I was like, you know what? I know we're doing this online. That's clearly not working for you. Like that's not serving you because you're not able to be self-led right now. I'm like, why don't we use the money that's, you know, going towards or that you've paid for the online coaching? I'm like, why don't we use that for one in-person PT session a week? Like maybe that will serve you better. Like drop this idea that, you know, you're going to be coming to the gym five times a week because you haven't done that for the last three months. Why don't we just commit to one session where I'm there with you so you don't have to think. And also then you've got like an extra element of accountability. Like maybe that will work better for you because you're going to be motivated by not wanting to disappoint me if I've shown up to the gym, whereas you're happy to like disappoint yourself. And so it's figuring out a different strategy that is going to work for that specific client. And like maybe, yes, that's not necessarily the way that you would want to go about it like in an idea what it's easier for me to do the online coaching and show up once a week to a zoom call and be like oh did you do it no oh 
next week, whatever. Yeah. But actually, like, as you said, really caring about the individual and about that client from a personal level that you are willing to sort of like go out of your way a little bit because you care. I think that makes a big difference. And that actually worked for her. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> funnily enough, no, well, um, it, <laughs> can I just interrupt for a second yeah. and say like what you did was like the perfect antidote and you did it intuitively. So like what you were telling me, she was in and out. That's the flight response. Of yeah. The system. So like you're running away to create safety from it. And then yeah. she's obviously like coming back. And so what you did is you lowered the stakes for her. Let's mm. do one a week. And then also you, like if she's overwhelmed, that's a freeze response. And so it's like, we need small, like we need yeah. clear leadership. So you took ownership and you said, let's do this. Let's do one per week. You took ownership. So you lowered the stakes for her, you know, provided clear leadership for the next steps for her. And then also having that in-person component wasn't a touch part where, yeah. you know, I'm not sure if she was saying anything like, you know, um, I'm not good enough or things like that, which can often be mm. like this little attached part. Yeah. Um, and so you provided literally everything like perfectly, like just from intuitions. So that's absolutely awesome. Thank you. Yeah, no, it, it ended up working for a period of time. And then again, things sort of like got busy, but I also know that like she will come back because she feels that I am like safe for her and I'm not going to judge her and I am willing to sort of help, um, which I think, you know, works for all of the different client dynamics is that if they know that you really care, even if something has come up that's sort of out of their control and they can't commit to it right now, knowing that you're willing to be there for them and are going to put in the effort and going to go that sort of extra step for them they're more likely to come back to you rather than finding a completely new coach yeah. and stuff like that. So it makes for more long-term client relationships as well. Because the thing is, is they'll play out the same pattern with another coach exactly. unless the coach that they're currently with is knows what to do and how to help yeah. safety for them. Like they'll keep searching for another another coach, another mentor, whatever mm -hmm. it is, until they actually feel safe. And that's why like I have such a high retention rate of like mm -hmm. people from my mentor, like from my courses staying or going into the mentorship and staying and going into my mastermind and like, you know, have such, have built such amazing relationships with the people who've been through those courses is because of this work. And then what you're doing is you're not basing your, business off acquisition even though acquisition is important if you want to build and scale but you're yeah. also building off retention yeah um, and retention as well it will help your acquisition because you you'll get referrals because yeah they really say. good things about you like she actually cares about me I'm not just another number you know no one's ever like just listened to yeah. to me in that way and provided me with what I need so that's yeah that's awesome and I'm not surprised that you would do that, Tara. <laughs> I'm not surprised <laughs> that you know what, what you're doing. Ah, oh, thank you. No, it's it's such an interesting place to lead from. I know we even talked about it in um, 
like when you and I did the mentorship together and in that round, I remember I had a different client who again was constantly trying to pull out of her commitment. And I remember like going to the, um, to the mentorship group and sort of asking for advice, like, what do I do in this situation? And I think nine times out of 10, the answer is to, yeah, like lead with empathy and like, there's sort of a process that you can go through, whether it's, you know, in the acquisition phase and people are like umming and ahhing and all of that kind of stuff as to whether or not they want to sign up or if they're like already in a program and they're wanting to sort of pull out um, Mm. or, you know, whatever it is, it's how can you go because obviously that's dysregulating as a, as a coach from the coach's perspective of being like, oh, I just feel like, please come, like, please sign up with me or like, please don't leave me, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And then it's, yeah, how do you like regulate yourself so you're not then like chasing after them with that sort of like anxious attachment style or you don't go down the other end of the spectrum of being super avoidant and being like well fine well you're not allowed to leave because like you signed up for this and so like here are my terms and conditions etc etc it's like how do you find that middle ground of leading with empathy understanding where they're coming from and then trying to come up with a solution that's going to serve both you and them. Cause obviously it's not fair for them if they've like made a commitment and signed up with you to be like, actually I'm leaving halfway through. And you're like, okay, here you go. Here's all your money back kind of thing. Um, yeah. yeah. It's the tricky space to play in. Well, this is where like the work comes in because it, it can be implemented in any space. Mm. So for example, um, it, like I've definitely had clients come to me and say, well, they've said, I can't, I don't, I don't know if I can afford it. Like yeah, number one, like that, that might've been a me thing of like making sure that they could have afforded before they signed up. But what I did was scheduled a conversation and it wasn't actually that they couldn't afford it, but it was a scarcity thing. Yeah. So like recognizing, you know, them trying to like, again, run away to create safety is like, okay, well, here's the options. So what I did, same thing that you did, lower the stakes. Okay, Mm. so how can I lower the stakes? Okay, let's create an extended payment plan. And um, like, here's the options sort of thing. Like, here's the different options. Um, And really figuring out what the underlying issue is. Because usually it's like, they'll say what the issue is, but it's not actually the issue. Yeah. And so really diving deep into what the core of the issue is and recognizing that even before you even get into a container with someone, even on mm-hmm. a, on a, like a consult call. So yeah. it works in a consult call. It works in like consult call, sales call, same thing. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it can be used in, in the sales process as well, because, you know, a lot of coaches get dysregulated with sales and mm. it's like, here's the thing, here's the price, like, do you want to sign up kind of thing? But there's a process to lead them into that and to make sure that they're making a decision from a regulated state and not from fear because they'll tell you they want something, but then you look into what do they actually really want, what's the crux of it and understanding that because then that will help you understand, well, is this what they actually need? I had a client the other day say, 
like I need business help and I'm like what do you need help with she's like I need help with numbers and like this person in the business is fucking me over and all this sort of stuff I was like you don't need a business coach you need an accountant you need to go like I don't take care of numbers in my business like I look at numbers but you know all the the balancing and taxes and all that so it's like that person wouldn't have been best in that container and also if they were getting fucked over with money you know how do I know that they're going to be able to yeah pay you know my rates and and be in my container so I want to make sure that people are making decisions from a regulated state Mm. not jumping in out of fear as well so not out of like fear and like I need this and because they won't get the results unless they're from a rate like this is this actually what you need and want or they're not saying no from a dysregulated state because they um they're scared as Mm. well and and saying no out of fear because of the investment because often people will say like I can't afford it but they actually can it's just they haven't internally said yes to themselves yeah. yet usually people will use money as an excuse like I can't afford it or yeah. it's not the right time or a timing yeah. um these are like I don't want to say like fake objections but you can look at them and you can be like those are easily yeah become there's something else and usually it's either they don't trust you they don't yeah. trust themselves or they don't trust the program And so if it's not trust in the program, testimonials. Yeah. Get them to speak to someone who's already done it, seen the results, or if you've got testimonials, you can send them um, written or video, whatever it is. Like that overcomes that. Then we're looking at trust in you or trust in themselves. Yeah. Those are really the only two things that are going to stop someone. And usually it's a trust in themselves. Yeah, I don't believe that they're going to do the work to get the results. And so because they've come to you, right? So there's already like a, there's already a piece of trust there. Like if they're coming off your yeah. social media, you know, building trust over social media is really tricky mm-hmm. as well because you're talking to a lot of people and not just one person. Yeah. Um, so there's already a, a slight element of trust in you. And if you've shown testimonials and gotten results and had referrals, like there is that trust. So it's usually a thing and being able to guide them through trusting themselves is the biggest thing that you can do because it's also going to help you through the container. Yeah. Because if, you know, they're signing, because even, uh, even I've had clients like go, yep, I'm in like straight away. And it's just like, you know, done and I have to slow it down like they're like take my money I'm like okay Mm. let's just slow it down because they might say yes externally and this is also I did a post on this why pressure sales don't work Mm because if you force someone and say you need this and like you fear them into saying yes they've probably said yes externally maybe to get out of discomfort maybe to please you depending what their patterns and tendencies are yeah internally they may not have said yes and so then you're going to see issues in the container of them wanting to pull out or not going not following through on payment plans so it's really important to understand this you know before it actually happens and to catch that and and setting the container even is huge with um you know the expectations of like this is what you can expect from me this is what I expect from you Mm-hmm. And, and having that kind of 
conversation as well. So how do you go about, because we'll go into how, mm. um, how you ensure that they have trust in yourself or how in, in themselves, um, and then we'll go into ways that um, you can, you know, facilitate trust in you, if that makes sense. So like how other people can come to trust you before they sign up. Um, but let's go to how do you, in those sales calls and all of that kind of stuff, support them to trust themselves because we've talked about the different ways that they might not but how would you work through something like that in a in a sales call or when you know the program has started yeah great question I listen I shut the fuck Mm. up and I ask I ask questions and I just listen to them and usually they're going to come to that themselves Mm -hmm. so I just ask the right questions to provoke them into like it's almost like the program sells it. I don't have to sell because it's yeah. almost like they they talk themselves into, well, this is something that I want because, mm. and, and then it's like, like, how much is it? Like I want to sign up kind of thing. And then you don't actually have to do any selling because they've already kind of come to that themselves. So I just ask questions and I shut the fuck up and listen. Yeah. So, um, it, it's a skill that you evolve over time. There's not really, I wouldn't really say there's a framework but I just listen and I, and I ask provoking questions and knowing like the nervous system, knowing the different survival defenses, knowing ways that people are going to um, create safety for themselves and, and listen Mm -hmm. to their language, tone of voice, body language, all that sort of stuff. I just intuitively know what the next question, the next leading question would be to take them to the answer basically yeah. so then what happens is is they come to the answer themselves and it's not me like proving anything it's not me like selling anything it's not me you know telling them anything. yeah it's like they come to the answer themselves and it's just a really nice flowy process it's not like this like yeah sometimes sales calls can feel like and definitely when I first did them you know, it's definitely like that. And, you know, I know people will have scripts and things like that. It's like, but you want to like allow the relationship to flow. Yeah. You just have the tools to be able to do it. There's no script. There's no framework. It's just becoming a conscious and aware human being. Yeah. No, I love that. Again, it's coming back to the humanity aspect and just connecting with them as a human being Mm. um, rather than like a number that you're trying to sort of like procure as a sale. Um, And then in terms of building trust as a brand or as a coach, um, maybe we can talk about some of the different ways that people or coaches can do that using, you know, social media, using different marketing strategies, testimonials, all of that kind of stuff. Cause I think that is a big part in terms of laying this foundation through your social media, which we've talked about on the podcast before. And I've had different guests come on and talk about before, but I think it's such a key element because then, you know, it makes the sales aspect so much easier when they do come on a call because they already have a base level of understanding of you and of your personality and like what they can expect 
when they jump on that call so that then it's more just about like, okay, how would this process work of the actual program rather than do I actually trust you as a person Mm -hmm. or as a coach? So what are some of the ways that you go about laying that foundation? Well, speaking from experience, um, I definitely, like, I'm going to be honest, I definitely think being a physio was Mm -hmm. really helpful for me, like having that, um, I don't even know if I want to use the word authority, but having that status, I don't know if that's even the right word, but just having that qualification, I think added an extra layer of trust because it's a very well-trusted profession. Like we help people get out of pain. Yeah. Um, so I think having that was important. Like, obviously if you're a coach and I don't like, I actually don't advocate for going to university. I definitely think that, um, you can do courses that are going to be way less expensive and probably provide you with way more experience, um, and practical application than a university degree. Um, so I think I think building authority is important and not like from a space of like I'm an authority, but from yeah. a space of education and providing value. Yeah. So really like when I was first building my social media, yes, like I had the the physio thing. Um and, you know, like I've even transitioned away from that, but having like building more credibility in and credibility is probably a better word yeah. in the business space now. It's because of the results and the experience that I've had. So, you know, for me, I wouldn't have, I actually did business management at TAFE in my gap year because I was like, mm, do I want to go into health science or do I want to go into business? And I just found business like so boring. So I didn't go into that space, but I ended up practically creating my own company and being Mm -hmm. successful in business. And so that experience and that result for myself allowed me to have more credibility in the business mentoring and coaching space. So when you don't have results with clients yet, you have to be your own first result. And so you know, I was a physio, but also like I got really fucking strong. I got really strong and I provided, you know, information and I showed people like how I got really strong. And then also on the other hand, like I got really lean and I was able to like guide myself through that. So then I know the process to be able to guide my clients through that. And the way that was working with the best in the industry. So I sought out teachers and mentors in the area that I wanted to improve on. And did it myself and got results for myself because you can only lead your clients where you've been. Yeah. So it's my, I guess, mission and purpose is to like lead myself first so that I actually have the evidence of results for my clients. And so that, that, you know, integrity piece as well. So Mm -hmm. trust is integrity, credibility, you know, value, education, um, and, and authenticity as well, I yeah. think is really important. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's a really key piece, even like from my experience working, um, working with AWPT or even not so much working with, but you know, when I was the client, 
Um, that was a really key piece for me in terms of trusting you was your physio background um, and knowing that, yeah, you did have a degree of like expertise and credibility in this space that you were then going to be, you know, charging for people to learn from you with. Like, I think that's a key point. And as you said, that doesn't necessarily have to be a physio degree, but I think, you know, from other coaches' perspectives, having, you know, different certificates and different courses that you've done, which you can then use to promote yourself as a coach. If you're going to be, you know, classifying yourself as like a female fitness coach, it's like, okay, well, how many like female specific courses have you done? Like, how, why would I trust that you know how to coach women if you've done some just generic cert four? Um, and then, then you can use that to promote yourself as having a degree of credibility and like expertise in a certain area. Um, I also know with you, um, I, before I did, well, so I did the AWPT course and that was partly because of testimonials I'd seen from other people or other people I'd followed had done your course. And then I came to your page and saw all of the, um, like swap this for this videos. And like, I could see really what would be included in the AWPT course and how that could then be applied quite, you know, what's the word I'm looking for, how that could be actually applied in a coaching situation, like how you can learn about, you know, the muscles and then apply that to a specific exercise to make that more efficient and more effective. And I was like, wow, this seems really cool. Then I did the AWPT eight week course. And I was like, wow, this is so much value. This is so, so good. And then um, that then led me to the mentorship, which is obviously like a bigger jump in terms of price. But it was interesting because I ended up signing up for the mentorship after I'd almost signed up for like a 12-month business container with a different coach because I was obviously sort of looking for looking for guidance and all of this kind of stuff. But I signed up for this 12-month business container with this business coach. And it's interesting what you were saying before about sort of like almost fear-mongering sales tactics because I'd gotten onto this sales call and first of all, the person delivering the sales call wasn't actually the business coach. It was like her assistant because the coach couldn't get there. So that already felt like, I was like, well, I've never actually spoken to this woman. Why would I trust her with like $12,000 um, or $15,000, whatever it was. And then the, like, if she can't even be bothered to show up for the sales call. And then also the, I was like, what backing does she have as a business coach? Because I feel like half the time anyone can just like call themselves a business coach these days without having any kind of like um, tertiary education around business. Like there was no MBA, there was no like, you know, business management course. There was nothing like that. It was just like, okay, cool. Like you know how to regulate your own nervous system and use crystals. Like how's that actually going to help me? <laughs> um, and then I felt like I couldn't leave the call until I actually signed up, like I felt really pressured. So I said yes. And then immediately after hanging up, I was like, no, that was the wrong decision. And so then immediately I pulled out. Whereas then um, doing the AWPT mentorship with you was a completely different experience because you showed up for the discovery call. I didn't feel pressured in any way. You were very much like, feel free to go away and think about it. Like, I know it's a big investment, like all of that kind of stuff. And then again, I also messaged someone who had done the mentorship prior in the round prior and I was like what did you think do you think it's actually value for money 
And because it is, <laughs> the testimonial was like, oh my God, yes, it was so good. Like I learned so much. I'm doing like the second round of the mentorship. Like I'm doing level two now. It's so, so good. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm sold. Like, and half of that wasn't even because of, you know, what you said or about the actual program. It was about all of these other different layers of trust that were being built to support the actual program to make it feel safe. It was, you know, just you showing up. It was the testimonials. It was, you know, the social media presence. It was about the other courses that you've done that are a lower offer that I can then tell that there's, you know, value and care and time put into the stuff that AWPT puts out. Um, It's the podcast. It's all of that kind of stuff that makes a larger investment feel a lot safer from a client perspective. Yeah, a hundred percent. And like back then, like I probably didn't know half the stuff Mm. I know now about that, about all of that. And, um, (laughs) and it's just, it's interesting because it's like, well, now look at you, like you're a part of the company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like everyone knows, like, yeah, Tara hosts the podcast. She's also our social media manager. And like, it really is like for some people it comes intuitively mm. and some people it doesn't. And also just remember if you're on a call with a business coach or whatever it is, usually it's a business coach where they have, they they apply the business, like they apply those tactics with like the pressure sales and all that kind of stuff. The way that they sell you, remember that that's going to be the way that they're going to teach you to sell as well. Mm. And if that doesn't feel right for you, and it's never felt right for me, uh, if, if that doesn't feel right for you, then it's, like it's not going to work because it's not authentic and it's not building trust because you're just not listening to the person. You're just handling all the objections that they have, but are they actually their objections or have you not just gotten to the root cause of what their objection is? And, you know, I've definitely learned stuff from then and, you know, maybe saying like going away and thinking about it wasn't the best thing because if you decided then that that wasn't the best thing for you, imagine how different your life would be. It's the same with my mentor. Like she, there was no pressure sales, but she showed up. It was a two and a half hour call because I did say no four times, but there was yeah. no pressure. And that's how I was able to stay on that call and say no four times because I felt safe enough. And I had to actually create that safety in my system to say no before I could say yes. Mm. And from that experience, like, from that experience, if I had just said no and she had just let me go after that, then I would not be where I am today mm. with knowing all of this stuff as well. So like experiencing that and experiencing like how you like, cause she did, she led me to say yes yeah. internally yeah, myself because she stayed and she made me feel safe and all of that. And it completely changed my life, not just yeah from a business or a personal development perspective, but from my relationships, like every single relationship. Yeah. Um, So yeah, there's like, there's always like so much to learn from these things and, and even just like noticing your body, noticing how you feel in your body, like that ick that you felt after getting a call, like imagine feeling like that after every sales call that you held. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think, as you said, it comes back to sort of 
treating others how you want to be treated and that like that can be related to every single aspect of your life it's you know related to your friendships your relationships family all of that kind of stuff but it can also be related to business and related to sales and related to marketing it's thinking about almost yourself as a consumer because often and we've talked about this on the podcast before often the people that we're trying to work with are ourselves but maybe like a couple of years prior and so again it's diving back into that humanity side of things of being like okay as a human being and and from a client perspective how would I like to be sold to or how did I two years ago if that's your ideal client how would she have felt comfortable buying a program and you know like for me the the pressure sales thing really don't work and because you know because I've studied marketing and all of that kind of stuff I I can and done the sales and worked at a gym I understand the sales process and how it works and that line of questioning and so I can feel it happening and that makes me feel icky like like I'm being sold to and so then I then don't like doing that or feel icky if I'm then doing that to somebody else because it doesn't feel genuine. But then, you know, just having a conversation or giving a degree of sort of freedom with like the, okay, you can go away and think about it, but maybe it's sort of like, how can we make that work for both of us? Yes, you can go away and think about it, but I'm only going to hold your spot for 24 hours. So like maybe that's giving them that flexibility and that room to like not feel pressured on the call, but knowing that like you don't just get a free pass. Like if you want to sign up, it's going to have to happen soon. I'm not going to hold your spot forever. Um, But like that would make me or me five years ago feel a lot more comfortable than feeling like I had to make a decision right there on the spot. Or, um, yeah, like just having a genuine, genuine sort of conversation or even again, when it comes to marketing, I saw a thing the other day that was talking about, um, sales marketing through EDMs and through email marketing and how, if you think about yourself as a consumer, you're probably a lot more likely to like click on a link when it comes through via email than you are necessarily on like Instagram or TikTok. At least I know I am like, I'm happy to, I very rarely unsubscribe from these like newsletters and, you know, online shopping and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, well, when I'm in the mood to actually have a look or if I'm in a headspace where I'm wanting to buy, then I will open the email and then I will click. Whereas, you know, if I'm, because I'm making the conscious decision to purchase whereas when it's like through Instagram or through like influences and stuff like that because we're all so savvy now that we know when we're being sold to or we know when like certain slides are like leading up to a sales pitch and stuff like that depending on people's money mindset you can very easily like switch off and like I'm not going to click on that now because I feel like you're trying to, to deceive me and so that then you can use that information to market your own stuff as well. Like how are you using email marketing versus social media marketing versus, you know, podcast marketing and all of that kind of stuff. How can you use that knowing what you know about yourself and your own consumer behavior to then market and sell for your own business? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So I know we said we were going to talk about the AWBT course, but But I think this has been such a helpful conversation. And I think when it comes to the, you know, the AWPT course and building trust and all of that kind of stuff, you know, AWPT University is such a good example of how you can 
build credibility that's not necessarily through a university degree and how that can then make you feel confident in what you're delivering and your own expertise, but then that can also build trust, you know, for your future clients and and how you can then serve them better as well, because they know that you've got a degree of expertise that is not just like general, um, you know, three month cert four kind of information it's actually applicable to females and training and all of that kind of stuff yeah well um we kind of did touch on it so yeah like organically as (laughs) exactly we also had the most amazing testimonial from someone who's done it like actually on the podcast so we're not talking shit yeah Um, (laughs) but yeah I mean we we talked about conscious coach too which both are starting in July so um we should even do a bundle no, that gives me an idea. We should do a bundle for both of them starting in July. But um, yeah, AWPT is starting in July, July 11th. That is mm-hmm. our signature eight-week course where this whole thing started. Um, and it is basically like a really comprehensive course into all the different areas of women's health. So we go through anatomy, biomechanics, uh, training, programming for women, nutrition, Mm-hmm. postpartum pregnancy pelvic floor uh, what else yeah. menstrual cycle all of the above all the conditions like training through life menopause yeah. um and so it's a really great pre- if you've never done any of our courses it's a really great place to start if you have done like a signature like a specific course whether it's biomechanics or nutrition um the awpt course can give you a little refresher on that subject but also take you into different topics if you're not sure where to go next because yeah my education it was layered so obviously starting as a physio and I did do some nutrition as I was working as a PT and coach but then layering on nutrition layering on women's health layering Mm -hmm. on um you know training during pregnancy pre and postnatal all that kind of stuff um and then of course business um so yeah that is that is I haven't run it live in probably about a year it may be the last time we run it live as well this is our 10th round um I felt like it needed to be brought back potentially one last time to get that nice round 10 number Um, but that may potentially be the last time we run it live um and then yeah we spoke about conscious coach as well which is also starting July 4th um that is a applied neuroscience based course um with a well it's a coaching sorry it's a neuroscience lens into coaching and coaching relationships and containers so one-to-one group all that kind of stuff but also like generally if you're not a coach and you're listening to this it actually will just help serve you in everyday life um with your yeah relation with your other relationships because we do work on self as well Mm -hmm. in that which is really important so yeah those are the two things that we um kind of spoke we also talked about the mentorship as well we are recruiting for that um that as we said is a larger investment container but usually you will get awpt and conscious coach yeah included I just had to think on that. I was like, do I include conscious coach or not? 
now I've said it, I'm going to have to do it, but um, <laughs> yeah, you but get only AWP, for the podcast get, listeners. <laughs> if you haven't done AWPT, you definitely get AWPT. Yeah. For podcast listeners. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Like the mentorship girls, as Tara knows, get taken care of. So if there's oh, anything yeah. that's, that's coming up, it's like, it's the best value for money. If you decide you want to just be a part of the community um, in a, in a really close, deep way. So yeah, um, there you'll probably see for that. I don't really have like a, an application link on my bio, but it, it pops up on my stories and on the AWPT stories as well. Or you can just like DM us mentorship or something yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, no, perfect. I mean, all of those courses are so amazing. I've done all of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think even the, the conscious coach and the um, AWPT eight week course is such a great bundle to, to start with because it teaches you obviously the education side of things in terms of, you know, the AWPT course and like giving you an insight into all of those different areas of training. But then the conscious coach course teaches you how to actually deliver those to your clients and how to make, you know, that coaching experience and that client to coach relationship all the more valuable so I think that's an amazing bundle to actually bring together and then you know the mentorship I cannot speak highly of like I cannot speak more highly of um and yeah if anyone needs a testimonial for that if my little five minute rant in the middle of this podcast wasn't enough feel free to reach out to me um but I think what's so amazing about the mentorship too is I was even seeing the other day that um, like a bunch of the people from our container were catching up in Melbourne the other day. And I know we've done that with the Sydney girls as well. And so obviously, yeah. you know, online coaching and coaching in general can feel super sort of isolating and, and lonely. And so it's really nice to have a container of people that are all going through the same thing, usually at a similar point in business in terms of starting or wanting to like elevate their business to the next level and having other people that understand what you're going through and are learning the same things that you are and then you know developing those relationships is is really cool as well yeah I'll have to get onto the team straight after this to create that bundle yeah. now <laughs> what goes again up to podcast <laughs> listeners get the exclusive so it pays to listen to the AWPT podcast amazing thank you so much Tara for another awesome episode I love just where the direction of this went even though we had a plan but we didn't stick to the plan but it was awesome. exactly and all the best podcasts go on a tangent anyway is my uh-huh. motto so thank you guys so much for listening and we will catch you next week Bye. Thank you for listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. Thank you for listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. Thank you for listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content.
listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. Thank you for listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. Thank you for listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. Thank you for listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. Thank you for listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. Thank you for listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. Thank you for listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. Thank you for listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content.
listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. Thank you for listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. Thank you for listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. Thank you for listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. Thank you for listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. Thank you for listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. Thank you for listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. Thank you for listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content.
listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. Thank you for listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. Thank you for listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. Thank you for listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content. listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content.